Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. We just have a handful of mouse chatters. No Lisa today. And we have Sharpie. How are you doing, Sharpie? I'm doing great. Howdy, Steve. Hello. And then Brenda is back. Hello, Brenda. Hey, y'all. Hello. And then Kate Land. The land of Kate. Hi, friends. Hello. Lisa is at Walt Disney World. Uh, so you just have myself today. And Sharpie has a really good topic. So we thought we'd talk about Disney's abandoned dreams. Kind of sad. So, so Disney has blue sky <laughs> sessions where they talk about what's possible. Mm-hmm. It's like they just oh, like that. Like that's how they come up with all these great ideas so we're so what i'm dubbing this is a gray sky session okay oh i like <laughs> it see I like yeah. it. they were good ideas at one time or another however they either didn't come to fruition or or they they did or and they had a short lifespan yes. and and some of these things just were never built uh but some of them lived out lived out their full life or and some of them, we frankly, we wish they were still around. Yeah. I had one with that we were just chatting right before the show, the Skyway at Magic Kingdom. I wish it was still there. The Sky was it was mm-hmm. cool. I it was an extra mode of transportation. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, or the Swan Boats. I never, uh, I never saw the Swan Boats. I did ride the Skyway. Not the evidence boats. of the swan boats can still be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see where the dock was. If you're standing um, in front of the castle and kind of walk on immediate right, uh, the, the original boat where the swan boats boarded or the original dock where the swan boats boarded is still down along the water's edge there. So hmm. I'll have to look for that. Occasionally you'll find a character meet and greet down there. That's cool. Yeah, you uh, the swan boats went all the way over by Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Wow, oh my gosh. Yep. fun! Did a loop and came back. And Steve, how old were you when you rode the Skyway? Oh, I don't even know. I must have been a young a young lad <laughs> on the Skyway. A wee little lad. The problem was, <laughs> is you know how it it's all open. People right. nowadays are stupid and they drop things on other people and. It would be shut down. So I, I'm assuming a safety concern. Yeah. Yeah. But it went from the restroom. People stink sometimes. That restroom building over at um, uh, Future World over by Space Come Mountain. on, the tangled toilets. Is that what it is? The tangled. <laughs> oh, over well, to that, there. That's the, one that's the other side. Thing. Yeah. Over to yeah. towards the uh, tangled toilets uh, is yep. where it ended. But mm-hmm. yeah, but the bathrooms to the immediate right of Space Mountain mm-hmm. is where they they boarded in Tomorrowland. Yeah, you could go up top. And then That'd be so cool. So sad. It's so sad that I'm old enough to know these things that some people don't know now. <laughs> I think it's cool though it's that like, you what? got to experience something that it's awful. I never got to experience that. So you, I think it's neat. I'm jealous. There are some cool things. Yeah. But have you ridden the next generation of the Skyway? I've, oh, it is nice. I've only ridden it one time. The Skyliner. It was, it was very, yes. it's You've very nice. You've only ridden the Skyliner one time? One time I rode just uh, a year or two ago. I, I finally rode it. Um, Did wow. You, is it because you're, you're not a fan? No, I just happened to, I don't, I was there and I happened to needed to get somewhere. I think I was going to uh, Hollywood Studios from epcot or something and so i was like oh let's take the skyliner so we took it it was very well done quick the uh even the sounds and the whatever Mm -hmm. the little announcing voice is cool uh it's very efficient the station i went through all three stations i guess very nicely Mm -hmm. done yeah it's and i have to i have to give the the mea culpa here when Uh they announced that project and then the further details came out and they're like it's not air conditioned we're gonna die Yeah. What you move through the sky at a pretty good clip. I yeah. mean, there is a pretty mm-hmm. decent, pretty decent airflow through there, yeah. but I haven't ridden it on a really, really hot day. Yeah. So I've ridden it on like a fall day and I've ridden it on a spring day, but I have not ridden it on a 99 degree. Yeah. And you're not in there very long. I swampy mean, Florida. Yeah. It's not like summer a summer day. It's not like a half well, hour. As, as dangling death traps go, I think the Skyliner is <laughs> a much better one than the Skyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> Have you not been you on put it? That's so eloquent. Brenda, are you not going on it? Is that what you're telling us? Not a fan Dang of heights. Oh. Not a fan of heights. But it does, you don't even realize. Oh, I guess Broke you do. Broke the skyway when I was young and almost had a heart attack. Really? Oh. I am terrified of falling. Interesting. Uh, so yeah. you were probably about like Steve on Mickey's Fun Wheel at California Adventure. I, I, I'm not getting near that thing. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. I don't mind the height. I'm not a fan of heights, but it just doesn't bother me. But I just don't like the I'm going to throw up feeling. So no, I'll throw up all day, but I don't want to fall. Oh, I don't want to throw up. I'd rather <laughs> just insult to injury, right? I'd rather fall than throw up. <laughs> Brenda's worst nightmare is throwing up while falling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so, oh so Sharpie, I looked before we did the little homework and I watched the video on reflections. Uh which is a hotel that was going to open up over at Fort Wilderness, which is very interesting to me because it's, it's amazing that a company as large as Disney that has all this money and research and resources can put all of that time, money and effort into something and then totally scrap it. And then it makes me feel better about things because <laughs> I'm yep. like, if Disney, cause you imagine how much, I mean that like, and then I didn't even realize like they but have, they just they started construction their for that resort. Okay. So I, whether, because they're, they're currently using that land yeah. for staging for the, uh, the new cabins at Fort Wilderness that are, that okay. are going to be part of DDC. Like they're using the land for staging that, mm -hmm. but they renewed the construction permits and the water utilization permits for reflections. Okay. So will it be? Won't it be? Well, they have. Uh, I didn't realize know. they had those cement footing. <laughs> they they cleared the land and graded it and put all the cement footings in. So, I mean, they, I mean, so it's kind of like done unless they rip all that out and start over again. It it was a project on its way when, when COVID happened. Yeah. Was it announced in 2019? Is that when it was announced? It may have been. An, it was before COVID. I thought it was right yeah. before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think because I, I was at that D23 in 2019 and I I can't, I can't remember, remember if it announced was it in announced 2018. Then. Okay. Yeah. It might have been the year before. It's interesting how um, I. They announced it in 2018. Okay. Okay. Yep. October 18th, 2018, they initially announced that it would be built. It was supposed to be a 900 room property. My only, um, and it was set to open in what year? 2022. 2020. Oh, 2022. It wow. was set to open. It was set to open in 2022. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a, yeah. it's just interesting how they can do all that and then totally put it on the shelf or totally scrap certain things. They released that art, like the artist yeah. renderings, uh, like architectural design, uh, and from everything that I've read, Disney was even in the process of filing with the state of Florida to list it as a condominium association to sell it as DVC. Yeah, so like right. that, all of that was in the works and then the, the plug got pulled. So yeah. believe it or not, there is a, another DVC resort. Uh, and, and here's the thing. This one got built. This one got built. What? Disney pulled the plug on it. And there's actually two incidences where Disney did this. They, they commissioned it to be built. Uh -huh. it, it got built, but then it ended up not being a Disney property. One is in Manhattan. There was supposed to be a DVC resort mm -hmm. in Midtown Manhattan or not, not wow. Midtown. It was supposed to be in Times Square. Oh boy. It is now a Sheridan resort. Uh, and then the second one, it was, uh, a Marriott property that got built in Newport Beach, California, still a Marriott vacation club property today with Disney's design, but never opened as a Disney vacation club resort. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. And then there was the whole Gettysburg prop or not. Uh, sorry. Oh, not Gettysburg. The whole uh, uh, Disney America Manassas. thing or whatever. Yeah. It was. There was supposed America. to be. The Disney, Disney America, yeah, Disney's America, yeah, yeah. What it's like what? Like I think of that project, and I think that would have been huge for the DV, the for the DC metro area, 
and and DVC fans, yeah. Disney fans in the mid Atlantic states. But you know, it's just like there was a. And here's the true irony of that project. Uh-huh. They like the, all of the the residents and a lot of the politicians in the area didn't want that property built. Yeah. Do you know what sits on that property today? Is that where they gay Walmart? Lord oh, great. <laughs> Gotta have your groceries. <laughs> Would you rather have had a Disney resort in your community or a Walmart? Let's I guess be it honest. Depends on who's in charge. I guess. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that, that's it's so crazy the things that Disney explores, the things that they announce, and then the things that that, that either last minute get the plug pulled on them. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of Disney uh, like archive folks who really believe that if Roy Disney had not existed, yep. they would have pulled the plug on the Florida project. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he fought for that. Yeah, Walt passed away in 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 the very early phases of construction and land clearing and all that. It's well, and Roy had stopped working altogether. The only reason he even did it was to honor Walt, and then he died right after. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he 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 didn't live much longer than the than the the finishing of the park. Oh, labor of love. But you're right; they would have just scrapped it because no one could have. No one could have brought it to fruition, I don't think, but Roy. I think his determination drove him. Yeah, a lot of it's interesting on timing, too, because I feel like now all these other theme parks, like Universal's opening other theme parks, all these other companies I've never heard of are opening. Coming to Texas. uh, Yeah, they're opening all these mini theme parks, which was something Disney wanted to do with that uh, Great America or whatever it was Mm -hmm. eons ago. Um and then Disney also did the uh, Disney Quest before <laughs> all those family, but you know now retro bar gaming thing, what you know is the bigger thing. Um, but they just the timing was always wrong, and right. so they kind of always just either were too soon or too late on some of them. And I guess it also kind of depends on who's in charge. Yeah, who's oh. making who's making these decisions yeah. and. Yep. COVID was an interesting time with that because, you know, um, Bob Chapek was there. And uh, I mean, that would have been a really difficult time to be the CEO of uh, the Disney company. But um, it's just interesting what decisions are made and what comes to fruition and what gets abandoned. I know. So leading up to September 11th, 2001, Uh DVC had also announced another project. Uh, This project was to be where the Four Seasons is now, uh, and that would have been the Eagle Pines DVC. Oh. So that's over by. uh, If you continue past Fort Wilderness, out like where Golden Golden Oaks is, it's the Osprey Ridge Golf Course. Oh, wow. That, that's now part of the Four Seasons uh-huh. Four Seasons mm-hmm. community. So that was supposed to be another development in that like neighborhood out past uh, uh, Fort Wilderness with uh, on the shores of uh, Bay Lake there. So so that's. I see. Yeah. Yet another another like DVC. I, sometimes I feel like DVC has announced and almost built more properties than they actually have. Well, I, um, I feel like they. Yeah. We're going to make it a real timeshare like other timeshares where they had properties all over the U.S. And then they did Vero and they did Hilton Head. But then that was and then it, these others never happened. Mm-hmm. And the 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 CEO ish or the president of DVC at the time, uh, like basically said, we will never build away from a, a, a Disney property again. And then they built Alani. Oh, yeah. And hey. learned a real hard lesson because it's still for sale. And it, oh, went, it, it wow. went on sale way back in 2000, I believe it was 2011 is when that property went for sale. So Goodness. there are still new points. That di- but here's the thing. Disney is selling that inventory, but they're selling it as cash. They're, 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 it's, it's not owned. Uh, I think they really overestimated the, uh, the interest from the Asian markets. It's a, I think that was a big. It's so expensive to fly. You know, it, it is drive and it's, you know, from, from our coast, it's, it's a long way and, exp- you know, so yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, the I'm trying to think. So the Epcot thing also, Epcot had this big revitalization, I guess, plan put into place where they're going to redo everything, and then it kind of got scrapped and kind of turned down into uh, what it is now. We were talking Water about the, the festival pavilion, which looked cool from the concept art. I mean, it was like this two, like some of those, I see some of these really cool futuristic things in other cities now that look like uh tree, you know, they're like big golf tee, like tree structures with plants on the top and all kinds mm-hmm. of, you know, and then and all kinds of really well done festivals. Cell phone towers. Yeah, I guess. But they just look nice. Yes. They have these really cool installations of, it's kind of like a modern slash nature exhibit like art slash yeah. architecture and you're like piece. oh that looks amazing or there's isn't like maybe is it the singapore airport who has that giant fountain that kind of comes down from the ceiling or something there's all these really cool things and then i saw this some of that kind of creeping into epcot with the new designs and then all of that stuff got shelved at the last minute and and shelves it was definitely <laughs> <laughs> So it was definitely put, put away hard. I mean, I don't know. Well, we did get guardians of the galaxy. I guess that was the one good thing we got out of, out of nice. the new things. And then we were talking before the show, wonder of life. They announced some interactive thing and that never happened. Although I feel like, thank God. The, the Disney play pavilion. Yeah. It just sounded like, uh, what are we going to do with this thing? Uh, we'll put something. They made in it into a water feature over at Moana. Yes, I, I really do think the play the play pavilion was targeted at families with young children. I mean, that yeah, was for sure. yeah, because kind for, of a space to bring those properties to life. And part part of me thinks that yeah. that would have been a lot of projection mapping. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they would have been able to switch that out for different movies and different attractions. It was, I, I think. It, it's really sad that there's still an entire pavilion at Epcot that sits empty. Yeah. yeah there's, and then there's the uh, imagination pavilion that lacks thereof. Imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I, but at least they put some love into Epcot, but it is interesting when you look back at all these things and they get all the way there, there were like new countries that like were announced and ready to go. And then, it's been, I can't remember what the last new country was that was even put in, but you know, that's, that's always difficult. Was it Morocco? That was Morocco. And now Morocco is so sad when you walk through that pavilion, there is nothing, there's nothing in there except in the back half. Yeah. It's so even that pavilion. They had all those renderings of Cherry Tree Lane I was so excited about for Mary Poppins, and they had the little Mary Poppins oh, teacup yeah. ride that was going to be there and yeah, everything. Yeah, like carousel or teacup. It would have been so great. Yeah, that's the, a perfect the, thing. And Mary Poppins needs something. She does. Yeah. It, is so, it is such a huge part of Disney history. It Mary is. Poppins needs something. You can and sit I, there at Epcot and have her come up to her meet and greet spot and have kids, like, spot her. Oh, yeah? And it's amazing. Yeah. Next time you're there, Brenda, ask her what happened to her ride. Where's your teacup <laughs> ride? What happened? Slowly over the years, you know, some of the Disney IP has crept into the countries with like yeah. Frozen and Ratatouille. Yep. And I think, I think Cherry Tree Lane would have been perfect in the UK. So that yes. I agree, Brenda. That's a bummer to see that one fall yeah. off. So, um, yeah. And it doesn't seem like those are that expensive of a, it's not like a brand new e-ticket. Yeah. Right? right. But even those didn't make it. It's interesting. And they also, I don't know if you guys remember, but they were, they were going to redo Spaceship Earth. Oh, so yeah. they, I want to say. a big announcement. That was a big announcement because it was supposed to go down. I want to say for a year and a half to two years. I mean, it was supposed to be a major, like it was a, a, a storyline revamp, mm-hmm. but it was a huge cosmetic revamp. Right. Right. Yeah. I still have guests asking me all the time. Is it, is it closed? Is it different? Is uh, Nope. It's still the same. Still open. Still, still, open. The, same. still the same. I remember being like, this is the last time I'm ever going to ride Spaceship yeah. Earth like oh. this. 
And then I kept saying like, this is the last time. And then it just like <laughs> has never changed. <laughs> it's been through at least three. It's coming. I think I've been on it three had a date that it was closing. Like I want to say it was on the calendar. And they yes. even like eased, come ride it for the last time. No, yes. it's, it, it's still. It might have been. I mean, I know it was right before COVID that they were going to. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, they had like a, this is the date that it's going to be going down. And then it kind yeah. of never did go down and then it yeah. never got changed. Epcot got the short end of the stick with COVID. They went through a few years ago and did like a major lighting change. Uh, they updated some of the audio tracks. Uh, they, they they cleaned up a lot of the audio tracks. Uh, and, and then it's it's been within the last 15 years that they did. They changed the narration. Yeah. It was a Walter Cronkite. It, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and now it's it, uh, Judy Dench. Yeah. I remember so. Walter Ron Kite. And then I remember they changed the ending a lot. They didn't used to have the pick your adventure. And, but then you go backwards oh, yeah. forever and it's just boring. And they would always try to come <laughs> up with new things to look at. Um, and then they finally went to the, Oh, do something on the screen in front of you. Right. To distract Which you. Which I think is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. So that was a good addition. Um, yeah. But truthfully, ju it's just a cover because there's no, Mm -hmm. visual on the way back to earth <laughs> no yeah yeah the only like, thing you see is the backs of your eyelids uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Going down there. laughs> when you're you're briefly awakened as you start backwards downhill yeah well it used to but, be like a the, bunch the, of the, spencer the mirrors. mirrors and the yeah. lights yeah. like that whole yeah. Yeah. that's a cool feature i mean i think yeah. it, i think it looks cool but mm -hmm. It's interesting how like detailed some of the announcements are with like renderings and like full details, like even the reflections Lakeside Lodge. One of the restaurants was supposed to be Tiana themed. Um, they even re they even like when they cleared the, the area, part of the area that they cleared was where tr the original tri-circle D ranch was. Yeah. And yep. so the first part of that project was to rebuild the, the stables for the horses, the, the tri-circle D ranch. And that part actually did come to fruition. Yeah. So they do have that, but you know, they, That's they it. don't have the rest, but it's, it is interesting how detailed some of the announcements are and even some of the projects get started, but not finished. Well, and I naively thought that before they actually announce a project like that, that they already have the funding set aside for that. Apparently not. And I feel like some projects they do, but I feel like some projects are like revenue projection based and either yeah. either attendance falls or there's major economic mm -hmm. issues. And I mean, and, and that the oil embargo in the mm -hmm. 1970s had a huge impact on what ended up being built and not being built because there were originally two additional resorts planned for either Bay Lake or for the seven seas lagoon. Um, there was a Venetian resort and then there was an Asian resort. And then there was also plans for a Persian resort. Wow. Uh, and, and it, it very much had like the, the kind of Moroccan. Yeah. I could go for Moroccan that. Sort of feel. Yeah. Like middle Eastern. It was, it re yeah, really, I think it, that would have been huge. Yeah, but, it, it, but the, they world war, global conditions, like like you said, sometimes yeah. the funding is there, and sometimes they are building on a borrowed dime, and and mm -hmm. that's you would like think a company as large as Disney. <laughs> yeah, and I, I and they're redoing all these resorts and building the resorts, like the new Polynesian kind of towers going up and all that. My only thing is, like originally, I thought the resorts had way too many Disney touches. And then they kind of got to a good spot with remodels where I thought they had tastefully done Disney touches. And now I feel like they look like every Marriott and Hyatt. I, I feel like they've lost like on the new Polynesian. It's just like, I want to go to a cool Polynesian themed thing that makes me feel like I'm there and it's unique and different. Or I want to go to animal kingdom and feel like I'm there. I don't want to go to a Hyatt that's sitting next to the Polynesian. 
next to the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like, and I feel like maybe the reflections when I saw that originally, and then when I see the Polynesian resort exterior design, I kind of feel like, how is this different than? I think they did a little architectural copy paste there as uh -huh. far as the site structure goes, yeah. as far as the mm -hmm. building goes, but they're just, they're, they're going to skin it with a Polynesian flair. I, that's well, at least I hope they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope they do. Cause that's what Disney does best. It makes it kind of transports you to this cool new place that you can't get anywhere else. So I, that's right. so, so a controversial topic. Oh no. Does the contemporary resort belong at Walt Disney World? Does it fit? Does it fit the theme? Does it fit the persona of the it Walt fit, Disney World Resort? When it first opened, it fit with Tomorrowland and the kind of a futuristic looking, you know. And you you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. When That's, you yeah. look beyond Tomorrowland, you see this like gleaming tower and it's like there's a monorail running through it. And it's right. just mm -hmm. like, wow, that's really cool. So so visual wise, yes, you're absolutely right, Brenda. That's that's why it belongs at Walt Disney World, because you see it from Tomorrowland. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is cool. I remember that resort as a kid and like for, it, it was it was always those videos of the monorail running through a resort. That was like the <laughs> yeah, coolest like, thing. You had ever seen in your life. I don't know why it still is. Even as a, I remember as a kid, I was just enamored with that concept of like the monorail runs right through the lobby. It's like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. I was too. When through I was 15 and staying there, concourse. I thought that was the greatest thing ever in the whole world. I couldn't uh -oh. imagine I that. Still somebody feel that, that way. It is really cool. <laughs> I still feel that way. If I'm in so the cool. lobby or eating, at the quick service there and a monorail goes by and like monorail yeah. and monorail, then people wave at you like and you, you have wave to announce back. monorail monorail <laughs> you have to announce so it that's so cool so cute it is cool it's like i remember as a kid driving between like the the day that we went to epcot or something i remember we we were driving the road between magic kingdom and epcot and just the thought that that monorail was just like passing you right I by know, I was like, it's so wow. ridiculous it is yeah. cool this place is really incredible yeah it's like in the eye, in the eyes of a, of a five or six year old, it's it is just, still cool. So of, it's still magical. One I mean, of our one of our uh, pixie agent's son is now a monorail driver. It's like the coolest wow. job ever. Oh, cool! Oh my god, that's a gig that's right there. Awesome job. You got a it, job. Does the job description say must have one track mind? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all we are all old enough to have ridden in the front of the monorail, right? We've all ridden in the monorail in the front. Yeah, I've ridden no. in the monorail. I'm, what? I'm old enough, but you I never, never got did. To, unfortunately, oh never my. got to. Mm -mm. I did. Oh, that was the thing. No. Kate. Did that stop like that what? Stopped how when, many years ago? Whenever the uh, one after, after 11 I think yeah, it I was started say about when after 10 years it ago happened after that accident. Yeah, I know for it was stopped a while after September 11th, but yeah. I, it, it, it must have restarted after that. So yeah, it stopped yeah. when there was an accident and then they yeah, it, too then, much liability. Yeah, they can't ride in the front anymore because some one of them backed into another one. So but yeah, it was cool. It's interesting. Well, yeah. it lasted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was 2009. Did anybody oh, ever do okay. that? When? Did anyone do Alien Encounter over at the Magic Oh, my Kingdom? God. Brenda, you did <laughs> oh, Yeah, I think I, when I was little, I do remember doing that. Yes. I never did. I never, I never got to do it. I never did Stitch. I, I did, I I did, did Stitch's Alien, Great Escape, I did though. Alien Encounter many times. I did it. It was, I'm not a fan of Alien. Uh-huh. Not a fan Speaking of having things. Of of the of when they sharpie the best part was well so it so it started with this technology that was at disney hollywood studios over by the sound stages when after you did the sound stage show thing you got out and there was like a fun activity center and there were these little rooms you could go into and you'd put on these headphones and they would give you a haircut and you just and the lights would go down it would be dark and you would feel and it was like this 3d sound thing right so you could feel them like putting the 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 little whatever the cover over you and then they could feel the blow dryer on your ears and then they would cut your hair and you could feel it go around like it was like really there 
So they used that sound technology in Alien. So they had this headset that came down and rested on your shoulders to get the speakers right next to your ears. So it had this 3D sound. So that you would hear the alien like breathing, like on the back of your neck and from the left to the right. And so it breaks out. And then the, the best part is like this maintenance worker walks in up top in the catwalk and you see his flashlight. Brenda loves this part. And then he's like looking and then all of a sudden the alien gets him and then it goes, you just see the, see the flashlight drop and then you just feel all this wet blood drip all over you. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. That sounds terrifying. It oh, was. No words. It was so good because no one expected any of it. That was the best <laughs> part because you would just take people in that were just going to Disney World. You just saw Mickey Mouse and then you got on that and you had no and then idea. And you get off and you're like, what was that? <laughs> what is that? What is that? It was and ridiculous. Nice. I said some other stuff. Like. <laughs> but it's this tiny space. It's this little tiny space that they can't fit anything else in. So that's why they, it, what used to be a mission to Mars, which was a big circle thing where you watch the spaceship and you could look down at the movie of you leaving Earth, you know, in a little circle. And all these seats Space 220. went around. Yeah, is that the same? Huh. See, I that still haven't. It came to life again. I haven't done the space. I still haven't been to space, space 220. I love it. Do you? I love getting to space 220. It's neat. <laughs> do you so, guys remember do it, when Disney built that Star Wars hotel? And oh <laughs> I like. Man, yeah, speaking of abandoned projects. <laughs> well, that's one they actually built. Well, yeah, I'm, I guess I should say actually, failed guess, project. Yeah, it's another. Later. It's a, it's very interesting. The last few years have been very. I help, but bring yes. that one up. Yeah, there you go. And you know that's what people are going to be saying years down the road. Remember? Yeah, do you remember the the Galactic Star Cruiser? What are they going to do with that? They have to redo it. They're going to have to redo it. There's no way they're going to. They're going to they're going to make it where it doesn't have all the actors. And you stay at the hotel and they'll, maybe they'll add a pool or I don't know, but there's no way. They, the last few, um, d what sailings, cruises yeah, yeah, that yeah. they did, yeah. uh, they sent out a, a non-disclosure agreement uh -huh. with a survey mm -hmm. that those oh. guests could participate in to provide their thoughts on what would have given that property a better chance at life like it asked questions um like what were some of the most memorable experiences that you had what are experiences that you didn't take advantage of or didn't have time to take advantage of like they they really did yeah. a full take apart okay. of what worked what didn't so i i but only from I'm a few you. guests though i mean look at all the other guests that stayed all the rest of the time and never had that yeah well they probably I, I, had a lot to say I, I, yeah, and 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 I think there's I think there's definitely uh, well the last Disney has are, gotten away from fans. a lot of their guest research, and yeah. I think that's a major problem for them. Yeah, because how many prior to COVID, how many times would you be asked to answer a survey exiting the park? Oh, like every time, I, yeah. at least mm -hmm. once, at least per trip. Yeah, and and I I haven't had anyone ask me, yeah. or, or I haven't even received a research survey via email since we the end of COVID and th those things provided Disney with hard research mm -hmm. evidence. Even if it was partially anecdotal, it was collected in a scientific manner that allowed Disney to be an operative yeah. based off of guest trend and demand. And they've lost that. And, and, yeah. and I, I think they're going to pay majorly for, for that because one right now they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear what guests have to say. Oh yeah, because well, there's a lot. Of I mean, they just raise have a lot to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's so, and it, it stinks because like you don't you you don't want to be like Mickey. You're a you're you're a greedy jerk. Why are you charging so much for tickets? But at the same time, like you have the whole group that's saying the magic is gone. Disney is terrible. They've gone, and it's it's honestly. Right after COVID reopening, like Disney, it was rough. I mean, it was like this, like even like trash cans overflowing. But I mean, like a lot of stuff that yeah. I've seen from Disney, it it 
there has been a lot done to restore some of the baseline guest experiences. I mean, Caitlin, you go far, far more often than any of the, any mm-hmm. of the rest of us. Have you noticed like an uptrend, an upswing in that in park feel and those magic touches and stuff? Have you, have, uh, yeah, what, and what's cleanliness and all that? Yeah. yeah, it's been a slow incline, but yes, I have seen it. And that, like, that really, that returning. makes me very happy. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, because it was pretty bad when they first reopened from COVID. I mean, I remember being, I was a Tomorrowland, there was a worker like sweeping. She was holding her cell phone it, with her with her shoulder, uh, uh, yeah, talking that's... to somebody and sweeping. I'm like, oh no, honey, this is not. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I got. Every well, once in a while, huh. you'll be, you'll have an experience and you're like, oh, that was weird. Like That was off brand. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's interesting. That cast member was not show ready. No, not at all. And I think it's gotten a lot better since then, but you're right. I've seen like the trash cans are overflowing and stuff. I'm like, Walt would not be happy about this. And I'm the first one to say that to a cast member. I'm sorry, but Walt would not be happy about this. (laughs) I felt like, I don't know. my, And and maybe I, I just ran into the right people, but like when I went after COVID, I felt like the cast members that I did interact with, were like the happiest people because they had been locked up for so and hadn't, you know, you know, they didn't have a job and mm-hmm. they didn't have, and they were like so excited to be doing something and talking to people and being out again that yeah, it, it seemed like at least at universal, the interactions I had in at Disney now, but then I did notice that like, you know, r- restaurants are closed or they have ridiculous long wait times because they were way understaffed. But the yeah. people that yeah. I did interact with, I thought were good. Yeah, and really I, understaffed. And they also were displaced. A lot of them yeah. were displaced and yeah, moved around. Country, yeah. And I feel like I saw a little morale boost when Bob Iger was reinstated, I like agree. when he came back. Yeah. You could, it was almost like a little morale boost that you could just feel like cast members were excited about that. That's well, cool. and it also took forever for them to be able to get all the Epcot employees that are from the countries to get yeah. visas to come back. It took a long, yeah, they, long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. The cultural ambassadors. Yeah. yeah. Are they finally back? I don't even. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, good. Mm-hmm. But it took a yeah. long time. Yeah. That I want to say that relaunched like last fall, I think. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was more than like two years them. trying to get them. Yeah. And yeah. it makes a difference. Like that is such a unique. Yep. Yes. Yep. Like they bring the yeah. culture to the countries. That's like that, right. it makes they make a really big difference. Yes, and I, I, always no, I always notice their hometown. Like, and I and I yes. like a lot of times I'll Google like, so where is that in Germany? Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it's it's it's, re- it's really neat. Yes, it's a really a good important. conversation starter. Like with your waiter mm-hmm. or something, you know, yeah. you're you're eating at. Via Napoli. Chef de France. Yeah. Via and Napoli. Then they Did you tell go there? You where they're from in France. Like it's cool. Yeah. They definitely mm. make the experience over there. Mm. Is it, it's a little better than Olive Garden. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Considerably. <laughs> <laughs> not hating on the Olive Garden, but no, you know. I, I, I am not an Olive, Olive Garden, Garden fan at all. I have to stand up. I have to stand up for the Star Cruiser. I actually went. And I thought it was good. The price. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, Steve. What would your survey have said? Because so you've done it. It was amazing. The problem is there's two problems. The first problem is to make it that amazing, they have w- this huge cast, so they're paying all these people. So it so the price point is way too high. The, so uh-huh. they so it's just there's so many people involved in it and then i saw a photo of the all the people at the end day you know and there's different shifts or whatever hundreds yeah it was unbelievable how many people but so the staffing is ridiculous so you can't you can't and and people don't have that much money there's not enough star wars fans that have that much money that want to spend like fifty five hundred dollars for a family of four for a two-night experience yeah it's it's too expensive cast members or the performers yeah that are on it it's like a, it, mm-hmm. it's a 48 hour experience or it was. Yeah. Yeah. So do they stay the night or do they go back to their homes? They must go back, but they are, they are so many people involved. And then when you're at dinner there, you're, it's like a never ending, uh, Broadway show and you're mm-hmm. constantly going through this thing and then you're at dinner and you're still in your little part of the world. But then there's other people that aren't at dinner and they're in another Thing outside following the storyline with other cast members 
There's so many different storylines. You know, my guest told me too, that was like five star oh, dinners. A, like oh, it was they nice. couldn't even yeah. eat food at a yeah. restaurant in the park when they left there. They couldn't like yeah, just it make was, a reservation. It was very well done. So it was definitely worth, I think it was worth the price, but nobody had, it's too, you know, and the, the other thing is, is the characters they picked is not my generation of characters. It's, okay. it's not the first three Star Wars movies. It's, Right. It's not Darth Vader and uh, C-3PO. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca is there. But so the characters, they pick the, they pick the, the new season of characters, which, which I heard from a lot of people, which I kind of think is, was true. And then, and then it's just, there's just too much going on to make it affordable. So if they make it, which is going to be the dumbed down version of it, where all, which yeah. unfortunately all the entertainment people always get cut. All all the entertainment people made it what it was made it great, but then also yeah. made it too expensive. Because like my kids were like on the last day, they were almost crying. They were like, they were so That's amazed. What I've heard, it I mean, our clients yes. did it, all loved it, and I everyone yeah. that I know that did it really loved it. But then you can't yeah. do it, and my kids would do it again. But then you know. You know what I mean? It's like watching a movie again. It's really good the first time and you can kind of put yourself into this thing like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, well, and I almost think if Luke Skywalker and, and Princess yeah. Leia had been on it, those are the Star Wars fans that actually have the money yeah, for that's that. The problem. You know, yeah, the problem was the is older. the characters I think they picked were not great um, and it's not repeatable. Um, there's, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, you once know how you've long, done it, they didn't change it. Yeah, and it's too much money to retrain everybody and come up with new storylines. Um, you know how Disney is; it, it, they, those shows last twenty years, <laughs> and they never change them. So, well, and I'm sure those cast members—they were probably there from yeah. the moment you woke up to the moment you went to bed, right? So yeah. that's a really long shift. Yeah, so those people worked yeah. crazy, and they knew Amber. Like they knew Amber by name, like they knew Brooke, they knew Brooke by name. They like Brooke had a a jumpsuit on like an engineer jumpsuit. And there's a guy who's an engineer who has the same jumpsuit. So he would call her his jumpsuit buddy. And he go, Brooke, my jumpsuit buddy, come here. But so, yeah, so they loved it. So it was cool. It's it's way too expensive for everybody to experience. So that's that's the big problem. I wonder the what they'll do stuff. with it. I don't I, I feel like there's cool experiences in there that don't require a lot of care. There's a lightsaber training, which is fun, you know, but it only holds like 20 people. And then there's a. So I guess they'll bring back the Jedi Training Academy now over there at Hollywood Studios. So you could do that. And then there's a flying the ship, which maybe holds 20 or 30 people. You go through different experiences. Some of them are time when you have a certain time to go. The bar is the best Star Wars bar out of all of them, well, except for Olga's. Olga's is the best. Um, but anyway, it's mm-hmm. they they did a good job. But and you thought it would have been good until you saw the price, which is the hard thing. It's yeah. If you have if it holds six hundred rooms, then you can't have that intimate experience. But more people can do it, and the price gets lower. Yeah. It was hard when you compared it to like a a cruise, yeah. like a Disney cruise. cruise. Yeah. And it's, you know, your cruise is five to seven nights. Yep. Whereas yeah. the Star Cruiser was two. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. And the cruise a, isn't all immersive like that, but you're definitely trading. Oh, you were you know, definitely trading all those days for a two day thing. Yeah, yeah and it was just really yeah. made for a very niche market, you know, sure. really for what those is, Star Wars. What are they? Fans. What's the uh, role playing thing that word that I can never think of that were all the cosplay? Kids. Yeah, it's it's basically a two and a half day immersive living, eating, sleeping cosplay. Yeah, that is cool. That never. I mean, ends. the concept is neat. Yeah, you're like very exclusive. Yeah, you're sleeping there. There's a robot in the room that's talking to you about keep on your about your adventure you've got an app you you are doing things that change the adventure you're either on the good side or the bad side you're sabotaging the ship or saving people or it's Mm -hmm. and there's characters and you're going to different parts of the ship 
like Lisa's missions were different than my missions. So they would Mm -hmm. sneak me, you know, the resistance would sneak her in somewhere and somebody else would sneak me in somewhere else. And she's like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know. can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going wherever they tell me. So it was cool. But yeah, unfortunately it, you could, you could see the writing on the wall, even though it was cool that this is not sustainable. Right. And for any listeners that aren't familiar, that experience was maybe open for what, less than two years? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was very short lived. Yeah. So, because they, they just couldn't sell it out. And they only had 100 rooms. Yeah. So, just another one of the things that goes with the abandoned or failed projects <laughs> that we're guys, talking about. Anybody do Discovery Island? Uh, no, but when I did a private uh, firework boat ferry, oh, you went over. Um, they drive you by it mm-hmm. and they point it out to you, but I've never, I wasn't around during that time. It was basically. The problem with that is that people didn't go. Yeah, it was too people hard to People stopped going after Animal Kingdom opened. Yeah, it was too small, not enough animals, uh, too remote. I remember when Lost came out, there were some rumors that they were going to somehow make it a Lost themed. It's just, it's just too hard to get to and not enough space, but anyway. That one is kind of creepy though. Like if you see some pictures and videos of it. Well now, cause it's, you mean when it's. The, no, just, I mean now, the ca- yeah, like the, they the literally just left it all. Like yeah, they abandoned to- offices and cages yeah. and like quick service yeah. things. It's just it's, there. It is, it is odd how they um mm-hmm. just pick up and go and there's no effort put into doing. <laughs> I know. It's like, we're just going to just leave it. Yeah. It just gets know. left a hundred percent to ride. Weird. Which is a little yeah. interesting how they just do that. And then all of the like plants and trees grow around it and yep. then the pictures just make it look creepy and it's yeah. literally on an island in the middle of bay lake <laughs> and it's just kind of creepy it is and river yeah. the old river country property was like that too i mean it yeah. looks mm-hmm. creepy even from oh, like the, the boats back and forth between fort wilderness and wilderness lodge i mean it was like that looks like a brain eating amoeba oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brain eating amoeba there on the island yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you go to River Country, Brenda? Oh yes, I used to love River Country when I was young. I remember. Never. Got I had to go so River much Country. fun over there. River Country was pretty. Or it was the. It was pretty cool. Before way was, before Typhoon was, uh, Lagoon and Blizzard you Beach. You know, when my sister and I were teenagers, we stayed at the Contemporary, and my mother and and my stepdad would go to like Magic Kingdom, and they and my sister and I would just like. Take the boat across to River Country and stay there all day. Oh, that's cool. The the crazy thing is River Country didn't close until 2001. Wow. Yeah, I remember. I was there because I left Disney in 99 and I worked on the ticketing systems. And I remember fixing the turnstiles and the ticketing systems out in front of River Country. It was so much fun over there. Yeah, it was. I've seen pictures and I've seen videos. Yeah, it it looked like a blast. That was the first place I ever ordered tea at Di- at Disney. I, I'm, I mean, I was from Texas. I'd never been on a plane or anything before I went over there, and uh, I went, I went up to the concession and I said, "Could I have some tea?" And they gave me this hot damn tea. I'm like, "Oh no, honey, it's a hundred degrees. I don't want hot." I want well, I mean, tea. you did order tea. You didn't order iced tea. Come but on. That was, that's what I mean. I didn't oh know that God. you had to order iced tea anywhere else. Because in Texas, tea was, it was always iced. There you go. Right. Yeah. That's how it is in the South. You just, yeah, so. sweet tea, iced yep. tea. <laughs> I had to have them take it back and give me some iced tea. But it, it was, oh my God, that place was so much fun. It was awesome. Sharpie, any other things? Abandoned oh dreams. Oh my gosh! So so know, many. so many. So like, even even as we are sitting here, I'm like, oh my gosh! There's there's this has changed and that's changed and and I, I have to toss in I and it's that time of year. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who still misses? No, stop. Osborne family. <gasps> oh my God. Dancing lights. Yeah. I still miss that. Oh, we all so saw I'm it. Still, all right, my good. whole family is still never mad not they got it. rid of that. Oh. Yeah. We are all still heartbroken, just like the day it closed. Just sad. It's a big bummer because it was such an incredible experience. It was so yeah. immersive. In my opinion, it is one of the most immersive things that Disney has ever done. Yeah. It's like, where did it go? It was Christmas. It was I Christmas. I really yes. hope. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, it, it was I, like I, the like, epitome of the spirit yep. of Christmas. Yeah. Right. All, all of like the soundtrack from it, even still today, when I hear like some of the stuff from like Mannheim's. Yeah. Stand, like the Barbra Streisand. Like, I get like chills down my spine thinking about that, like the light tunnel and just like the tree and oh, yeah. like the, the flying the angel. Snow. Oh, it was so incredible. I, I seriously, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. It was, it, I, miss it I so really much. hope they would bring it. I, I hope they would take it to Disney Springs. I really did. I hope they would oh, either yeah. put it in Epcot where the countries were or Disney Springs yeah. or somewhere, but I heard they gave it all or uh, did they give it all away to the, um, to the hope village or, is it Hope Village? Oh, Give Kids the World. The one where the cancer. Yeah, Give Kids the World. Yeah. Give Kids the World. Yeah. They give it all to them. Maybe. I, I, I never, I never followed it that much. I mean, like, mm. what, I, I think I was just too despondent of the demise of the I attraction. Know. Well, we went the Everybody. last year. Were you with us, Sharpie? I don't remember. I just remember going the last year to see it. And it was, I have never seen so many people. I was literally, it was like a sardine in it can it was just it was so it was shoulder to shoulder people in there i loved to watch for the techs that that who were like like that you you could see they had devices out they were like and if you if you were lucky enough to engage one of them in conversation they would blow your mind with all (laughs) the facts and statistics and like the number That's of people awesome. that stayed on crew to work on it year round, the number of people they hired to install it, like all of the electrical work that had to be done, what software platform it was running on. Like, and they had just done a major renovation to it to upgrade uh, the operating system. But, but then they just quite literally, they pulled well, the plug. I heard when they, uh, I heard when they moved it to give kids the world, those same Imagineers volunteered their time to give kids the world to get it up and running like that Uh, they volunteered and and now the closest thing there is to osborne is walking through it at give kids world it's just Mm -hmm. not the same because it's not hollywood studios oh my god all right all right we're gonna wrap it up i think because we'll go on and on we'll have to do a part two sometime so if you have a favorite yeah if you have a walk down memory lane oh yes (laughs) Uh, leave your favorite abandoned, missed, never built attraction in our Facebook group, our Mouse Chat uh, fan community. And I want to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. And thanks for listening. And we'll catch you here again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>